Hello and welcome to On My Ones podcast. My name is Alvin Thor and I shall be your host for this show. So I know it's been a very long time since I have recorded probably almost 10 months. I think in August it could be a year. So there's one episode I recorded with Cindy that I'm still yet to edit and put it out but it's it happened in august 2021 so the conversation might be a bit outdated but we'll see if i'll release it um so i just want to fast catch you up on why i haven't been uh recording on my own platform but before that i just want to say that i am finally happy <laughs> to record once again on mine and hopefully that I can keep it consistent this time around. So the reason why I took a break from recording on my platform is because of fourth year. Fourth year of school, I think for everyone is always the most challenging because um that's when you're doing your your project and research for some people. and basically ours functions differently we don't have one main project in fourth year but different classes we call them capstone classes had their own individual like little projects and those count towards your graduation it's a it's a requirement for us and also um i i felt like i didn't really have enough time to record because balancing between school and my own podcast and by the way we started a podcast with Cubs and Moniki called Let Me Learn podcast i hope you've had a chance to check it out i also decided to um put in a lot of time and effort into that one so that it can start off well and grow plus at the same time i felt like having other people would keep me accountable in terms of recording and for the most part i did my best but yeah i think for me it was just a season whereby i just needed to get done with school and i think i came to understand that much later on so do i regret taking a break no not really um i feel i feel much better now and i'm in a in a better space to be able to put out more content so aside from that i also wanted to say that the podcast will be taking a different direction instead of the seasons that i've been initially doing i think now thinking about it i'm at the point where i don't really 
want to do seasons anymore. I just want to put out whatever I, re- I record with anyone. Um, yeah, so it's going to be a bit more, you know, more fun. I think um, interacting with with um, Monique and Cubs has taught me a lot. Like you don't really have to be that structured. So it's going to be more interesting, more more conversational and interview style. And I think I think that's the best best way to go about it. So yeah. Um, aside from that as well, well, what's new with me? Um, I graduated in May, and yeah, um, it was <laughs> it was it was very it was very challenging towards the end. But I'm very happy that I made it, and I moved to a new city as well. And I can't wait to get back and you know get started with a new chapter of my life um there are other things that are also new but i cannot speak about them on the podcast so if you know you know (laughs) um yeah but i think this is just the season of new beginnings so i can't wait to see what's in store for for the podcast as well as um my personal life as well as anyone else who's starting anything new i think you know was it was it ecclesiastics the 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 book in the bible in the old testament um which talks about there being a season for everything so yeah well other than that let's just get started with now the the main part so today is a very 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 interesting episode um i'll give you a hint before you even get started but Basically, I thought that it would be fitting to record something while I'm here at home in Nairobi. And it's also following like hot. What do they say? Like, you're, it's like, <laughs> I even forget. Like, it's just following with the, pot, the, the episode with my dad. So this is just like right close to home, actually. I think that's the best way to describe it. This is very much close to home. So my guest for this episode is a lover of books. She's very nurturing and she's very studious. She is loving as well. She is, wow, I don't know, you're you're sensational. (laughs) The very few times I will tell her this (laughs) and she's smiling at me, but it's none other than my friend, and my number one as well from day one, my mother. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thank you, Alvin, for all those adjectives that you've used to describe me. <laughs> I don't know which one you left out. Maybe the one for spanking you when you were a very cheeky boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I want I want her to introduce herself. I don't know if I did her enough justice, but I don't think you ever can. So please introduce yourself, mom. <laughs> Okay, thank you, Alvin, for finally, finally hosting me on your podcast after much prodding. Okay, (laughs) Uh, but I'm really happy to finally uh, have a conversation with you on podcasts. I know we've had many, many, um, but this one is special because of what you've just said, that it's a new season, new beginnings, and I'm glad that you chose me as your first guest uh, as you start off uh, on this new chapter. 
Um, and I don't know how you introduce yourself other than I'm your mother. Uh, but uh, probably I can say my name, which is Anthu, and I won't say my age. <laughs> uh, but I've been your mother from day one. And as you've said, uh, I think we share some interests um, with you, which apart from you being my son, um, the other one is we love books, we love reading, uh, we discuss many, many things around the different things that we find, we have, we share, you know, other podcasts um, that we come across that are of interest to us. And maybe um, that would be the things we discuss on this, this podcast today, uh, probably not go into all the other stuff of family and uh, whether you've been a good boy or not. <laughs> <laughs> so probably we would, uh, yeah, talk more about what what we love to do. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, she's basically summarized what we're going to talk about. But, you know, every time you are listening to Let Me Learn and then I would send my feedback to Mark and, and Monique, they would mm -hmm. be very surprised as to how you can sit down and listen to everything that we say. <laughs> sometimes we feel like like we're sharing maybe all a part of us oh yes exactly all our secrets yeah how, how do you feel fast when you listen to <laughs> conversations by 23 24 yeah, yeah, about what's going yeah, on yeah i think it's it's a fresh way of seeing things from your perspective um being that age mm -hmm. and being half my age now people can feel the blanks <laughs> of how old i am but yeah, I think you guys hold very interesting conversations of how you see things from where you are. And um, it's, a, I guess, because I also know you guys, I, I like to hear what you're thinking about, what's um, probably is bothering you, because some of the topics you talk about are things that maybe um, you want to talk about, you know, um, you know, being a podcast, probably you have your other colleagues as audiences, but I think it's the kind of conversations you have with friends over tea or coffee or whatever else you guys take. So I, I like being, um, you have allowed us to be part of those conversations. And for me, I'm not listening to judge, really. It's just to get a perspective of some of the things that are maybe dear to you in terms of the topics that 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 you want to listen to in on each other. So I find, and it's quite entertaining, to be honest. <laughs> That's the other thing. Um, yeah, and maybe my favorite, and I think I told you about it was the one you talked about girls, obviously. You talk a lot about girls. <laughs> but that one was was how do you... Like, like, what are those things that you look for, you know, oh. in your, in your, like, supposedly partners or, and I thought, wow, this, these boys really have something going. And I was, I was, I think at your age for myself, I don't think I was, <laughs> uh, I had that wide view of, of things. And I think I like that about you people. I hope Cubs and Monique, you've had that. <laughs> um, but Yeah. So I think the one thing I recall maybe from a, from a very young age was how much you bought me books. 
I think if there's one person who has really bought me books and it's it's been you and even before I left to go to the US I you know I've always liked um African fictional literature but mm-hmm. the book you gave me was called Peak. I don't know if you remember it. Mm-hmm. Um it had to do with the psychology behind um deliberate practice. It was mm-hmm. a red book with a white arrow. Mm. And I think that's the first self-help book I ever got. And interestingly enough, I I'm staring at a <laughs> at a shelf or yeah, a shelf of books right behind her with so many different books and there was one book that stood out to me, but I didn't know that eventually I would read it and it's um 12 Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson. Mm-hmm. And wow, that's a so it's a book and a half <laughs> yeah i would say so and by the way i forgot i even bought you pick because <laughs> i probably used to buy you uh books to help you improve on your composition mm-hmm. at at some point mm-hmm. because that was your younger self but now is your older we kind of share um other kinds of literature and as you say um i th- I think I remember way back in 2018 maybe when you were going to join university then that's when the book came out 12 rules for life mm-hmm. um I had discovered uh, Dr Jordan Peterson on YouTube he's a clinical psychologist for those who may not know um Canadian and he has very interesting um podcasts that that mm-hmm. he posts I like for some reason <laughs> listening to them on youtube because i want to see who he's interviewing but he also has a podcast as well um yeah and so that book uh, I, i you know the fact that i knew him initially that's how i came to know about the book but to be honest i bought the book but i could not read it you are the f- person who read it from <laughs> cover to cover and mm-hmm. you found it quite interesting and um i've not managed to read the whole of it but i've listened to almost everything that's in the book through his podcast mm-hmm. um yeah and i you know it's interesting that we we share something in common in terms of some of the perspectives he has about life yeah so you first discovered him through youtube that's yeah how you, how, that's how you got mm-hmm. to him. that's how i got to know him mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, because I think I'm a YouTube junkie. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I discover many, many people on YouTube actually. Before mm-hmm. I even know about their books or their podcasts, mm-hmm. I first discover them on YouTube. Yeah, I think weirdly, Ram used to give these talks in uh, Bagathi next to Strath Uni, mm-hmm. and I feel like you know how. something is mentioned but at the time you've not paid attention to it only like looking back is when you can see oh mm. this was this person all along because mm-hmm. he would borrow the same ideas Jordan Peterson had and he would display his like quotes on what he thinks about something and mm-hmm. i didn't realize it till i started um reading the book but from what you've listened to so far um what would you say are essential rules in the book that let's say us as 20 year olds or whoever is listening mm-hmm. to this doesn't matter your age can we can we 
let's say mm. adapt or mm. yeah adapt into our lifestyles mm. for you what's yeah what has stood out for me yeah yeah so i would say so there are 12 rules mm. and um i can't name them all <laughs> off my head but i think there are two of them that i like to go back to every so often and one is rule 4 which mm. is compare yourself to who you were yesterday not to who someone else is today mm-hmm. and i think that basically has to do with believing in yourself more than seeing what other people around you are doing it's good to see but not to live exactly like they are doing it's more of learning as we do learning from life and this has to do with um comparing yourself to who you were yesterday It means that you want to improve yourself and we are all in the business of growth growing you know maturing um in all aspects uh, of our being i guess from when you are a child you you're growing physically and even as you mature then you're you're growing um psychologically you know you're maturing in how you think how you see things how you experience life um so i think it's a good rule in terms of in terms of how do you want to direct your growth as a person and he talks about being in different life games you know like you know sometimes we beat ourselves up that i'm not good at this someone else is better than me uh, but what it basically says is there are many games in life and you can choose which one uh you want to pursue and like you asked as a 20 year old what would that look like and i keep saying your 20s are your best best years because you're mastering in whatever you want to do with your life so whether like you you've just finished your engineering degree and now getting into work mm-hmm. so you're looking at how do i become all i can be as an engineer fast and probably other areas i know you play the guitar i introduce you to the guitar <laughs> once upon a time but i decided to choose but you decided to choose football and rugby and other things mm. and then now you're coming back to that mm-hmm. um so so what i'm saying is there's a 20 year old so you're looking at all those things that shape your life so it's not just one aspect of the game which is work mm-hmm. there there are other things there's your social life making friends getting to know people understanding different personalities and different people mm-hmm. whether it's your hobbies and interests growing into those choosing you know i'm sure now guitar is a, is a, is a, is a big thing it could be something else for someone else so i believe as you, as he says is 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 don't compare who you were yesterday but i mean to someone else but to who you're becoming in yourself and and so it's a matter of growing and being in the in the game that you choose to be in uh so that's one of them and then there's the one on parenting actually before you even go to the one for parenting <laughs> yes yes <laughs> um but you see i feel like now in the world we live in because of social media is it is it isn't it difficult not to want to compare yourself to others because let's say i'm i'm scrolling through instagram and i see someone who's gone for a trip or that traveling like living life lavishly it mm. seems like mm. 
<laughs> and let's say currently where you're at, you're not in that position or you don't have the means to do so. And you keep thinking like, why, why can't that be me? Like, I wish this was me. Mm. So in such a case where social media is what's forcing you to compare yourself to other people, what, what can you do? Cause this is every, everything is, is, is literally being thrown at you mm. or directed to you. So what, what, what in your face. especially for us, it's, it's so difficult when you see, um, other people are quote unquote leaving better lives. I think they always say the grass is only greener where you <laughs> yeah, water it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so on the other side. Yeah, it's, isn't it difficult uh, compared to you at 20 where mm. you don't have social media, you can't yeah. see what's actually going on with other people. Mm. So, But we case, could still see physically. It's only that we could see only where we could see. Yes. Probably now with yeah so let me just say what you just said um what it seems like because you know as i know is that social media you only curate the best things about you mm-hmm. um because i and i keep telling your sisters that uh because they are also in that place where there's a lot of influence uh, with technology and social media yeah it's that you will tend to see people posting only what a small portion Mm. of of their lives you know what i mean like what you just said photos from a trip but maybe when they woke up from the time they woke up till evening you you can't see anything of that it's just that small portion Mm -hmm. and maybe it's to have the wisdom Mm -hmm. that that's what it is and so you asked how do we navigate a world where there's so much being pushed in terms of this is how prosperity looks like this is how progress looks like this is how making it look like mm-hmm. and saying so how do i get there so again it's to know who you are to be self aware because does success mean what those people are displaying to you and and that's why i i feel like uh, and and this has to do with maturing you need to know w- w- what you value what how do you how do you define your success how do you define your failure mm-hmm. because i and even jp talks about it mm-hmm. a lot like we have these two dichotomies this is success this is failure but you those are two extremes there's a lot of in between mm-hmm. and i would rather look at it as a spectrum because it doesn't mean getting the car getting the big house getting the big job that is your definition of success it is for some people but you need to know is that what mine looks like and so even if you see whatever is being pushed on social media would you say okay that's what i think i need to aim at because mm-hmm. my friends are getting that but you mm-hmm. see you're different from your friends mm-hmm. probably they value their success in terms of those things the tangible the, uh-huh. like monetary exactly but mm-hmm. maybe for you the experiences matter most you know going for some <laughs> um i don't know uh, a drive or friends or mm-hmm. i don't know so so i think social media is good mm-hmm. in terms of 
what it helps us to do with with friends and everything but i don't think it should be one of the ways we evaluate mm -hmm. what we think success is in life mm -hmm. you know because ultimately even if you aspire to be those people you know how how um um how would how do you get there probably you're still in school yeah and by the time you so so i guess as we keep saying success is not a one day thing it's it's a process mm -hmm. and maybe what i feel like with our young people and i was there by the way is it like we want things <laughs> instantly instant you know the instant <laughs> the microwave generation as we keep saying uh -huh. and you see everything has process just like we you've grown up you know i remember the other day i gave you that photo of when i was holding you Ah, you know, <laughs> when you are two, I think I, I can post the picture. <laughs> Actually, funny enough, um, my friend told me we should recreate that. Oh, like, like now, now? Now I need to like uh, sit on you. <laughs> you break my my legs. <laughs> I'm not even that heavy. <laughs> we should try that. But you see what I was saying with that photo for me, what it represents is process. Mm -hmm. Because you are just a two-year-old, not too long ago, by the way. Mm -hmm. 20 something years ago and that's just two decades ago mm. probably um and here you are you know finished college on your way to starting your 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 career and you know it looks like such a long time you could think so but for me i see it as if it was just yesterday yeah yeah you see so i'm saying things don't take as long as we might think in a sense but either way you need to go through that process okay mm -hmm. so i think now i'm gonna say what rule i also like <laughs> and then i know we can save the parenting one for uh -huh, the yeah, other. For, for when we get to that okay. but i think my favorite two and i wouldn't go into detail our rule number two was treat yourself as if you're somebody responsible for taking care of mm -hmm. basically like if you let's say have a pet and the pet's sick you're gonna take the the cat dog to the vet and the vet will tell you okay you need to give your cat or dog this specific medicine and you're going to nurse it but now when it comes to ourselves we tend to neglect mm -hmm. ourselves which shouldn't be the case at all um i think that's normally also the reason why we get burnt out mm-hmm we're we're very much like on the go 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 and then we forget to you do know self-care do self-care something even physic oh no health wise we joke that men mm. don't take we don't take <laughs> our health seriously yeah. um okay women can't afford to be sick because they yeah. have to take care of everyone else so <laughs> now i think if i think about rule two it it begs probably the question about how how do you how how do you take responsibility mm. because most times we like like what do you call it having scapegoats and excuses as to why um we can't be able to do something or we can't be able to take care of ourselves mm. so essentially how 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 what do you what do you think is one way us as 20 something year olds can should or can take responsibility because now we, we like joking about adulting in fact since <laughs> i've been here 
I've been telling you most of my friends now are working mm. and are only available like after 5 p.m. Mm. So when yeah. no maybe for you I I don't know maybe I'm preempting it but <laughs> didn't adulting for you come up when now you got me. <laughs> yeah, so mine I was plunged right in mm-hmm. which maybe worked well because then you you become responsible early very early on and you maybe don't waste your time your years or your time too mm-hmm. much doing other things that you regret <laughs> way after um but as you ask um i find you know that when you're younger maybe because of of the energy and and wanting to do many many things you know to we say have it all so sometimes you tend to go 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 you you're working you have your social life you you fill up every hour of the day with things to do mm-hmm. uh which is a good thing because you have the energy probably and the time because the more you grow then you have children you have a husband or a wife and and you know you pile more and more things on your plate mm-hmm. so i think it's a balance for me Uh, or is it more of integrating things uh, within what you're trying to do and uh, also having time for yourself other than just working and hanging out with friends so you also have your your protected time mm-hmm. where you only do things that matter to you mm-hmm. and that's where you you kind of have time to reflect that that thing of growth you really can't grow without being deliberate or intentional and that's where you take time to to see what have i been up to what things do i need to drop to pick up other things that i need and i'll tell you that because for me i guess as you've said having a baby when you're young means you now start off with 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 that with mm. you have a child you you're you're married you know and <laughs> so so it's only now in my 40s that i'm really being intentional about the things i want to do just for myself mm. not because it's required by my work mm-hmm. or by family it's it's the things that now i want to do because they kind of define me me as Anne not me as mom or me as as David's wife or something like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so now that you you touched on how to take responsibility this is another funny thing we talked about and it was to do with rule 8 which was and i think it's mine and also cubs's favorite which is tell the truth or at least don't lie but you know I feel like it's good to be honest but there are times when I don't know you get into situations and it's just a bit difficult to to tell the truth and I I don't know if it's because you're you're scared of the consequence that's why you you lie or is it just that you don't want to deal with this particular thing at the moment so it, you opt to lie and like jbp says that when you lie you're trying to manipulate like the world to yeah you're basically trying to cheat the world and he says there's something about the world you can't cheat it like the world it has a set way of running 
and you trying to manipulate that to fit your own style of the world it does work and he says it's exhilarating so like wow i, I didn't get caught mm. so you'll keep doing it until the day it catches up with you so um <laughs> i know i know you i already know your opinion of it but for the listeners what 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 do you think about that rule um yeah obviously i don't think anyone is perfect you know i guess god is only the perfect one mm-hmm. and as you say sometimes we evaluate situations and see whether we are supposed to speak honestly and to to act honestly in all situations um but sometimes you know people will have all um kinds of justifications for why they are, they've acted the way they did probably as they say you're preventing a bigger um repercussion mm-hmm. whether for yourself or for other people mm-hmm. um but as as we you know we've talked about it many times it's 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 what is what is more important is it getting away with that thing at the moment or suffering the consequences down the road so i think that determination really uh, probably is the weight of the matter mm-hmm. or what you're willing to carry with you mm-hmm. in terms of the guilt or or the regret or or things like that and i wouldn't you know um Uh, judge anyone for acting whichever way because it has to do more with conscience mm-hmm. what are you willing to live with um and as we say we keep saying there are the small white lies that you <laughs> whether it's cheating on the road you know a policeman asking you for this or that mm-hmm. uh but some have have really heavy repercussions and so but honestly as where i i am it's it's you you really have to determine for yourself mm-hmm. and now but i'm not advocating for people to lie mm-hmm. you know that's not mm-hmm. what i'm saying really yeah, <laughs> that's not what i'm saying but uh, it, it all depends on on where, where people are mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay interesting <laughs> yeah um but as a mother i would want you to be an honest person <laughs> I mean okay this is going to sound funny but as parents sometimes do you know when we're lying to you or not or you just I think we pray know and you're like you know okay I hope he's saying or I hope he or she is saying the truth maybe when you're younger we can see through your lies uh-huh. so do you know when Kinanonia and Abia Oh lying? yes I do because because <laughs> there is a way they will they will the, the uh, yeah yes and how they are looking at you um <laughs> some obviously you will tell that they, they are not still and as you say down the road the light comes out mm-hmm. because there's something that just happens but as we grow older you know it also depends on how good we are at manipulating people because there are people who are really really smart mm-hmm. at that and by the time they are found out they have done quite a number on you Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> as a parent i think there's the sixth sense okay. in a way god probably has given that, that to us so we are able to guide our children mm-hmm. um yeah and and it helps to help you put you on the right track because if you start with the small lies eventually they end up being the big lies mm-hmm. which land you into a lot of trouble down the road <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> that's true um 
so now this is i guess <laughs> very funny because you always tell me every time like let's say i'm going out <laughs> if you have time for to go out you have time for god mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> i remember those there was this day um i don't know who it was i think it was like kina barnard who came and they were telling you or you're asking them like where are they taking me <laughs> and then they said like yeah like we're just taking him out like we'll like we'll get him back home mm. and then you said like you know i hope you know <laughs> god sees what you're doing <laughs> did i say that i yeah. say many things you say you say every <laughs> yeah i think i think you said something along those mm. lines if, if if i'm wrong but mm. um i think you i don't know if it was yesterday or mm. two days ago you told me that in like when you're young mm. um you kind of don't think god has a role in your life but the older you get um is when you start putting god at the center of like your life and everything that um mm. goes on around it so how, how did you how did you how did you get to that point because i don't mm. know if <laughs> many of us um mm. i don't know how we we feel about it like everyone has their own opinion and Mm. everyone subscribes to their own faith but yes you're a you're a christian of course <laughs> yes i am um mm. why i know shosho is catholic so now mm. my question is what made you change from catholic to presbyterian is there something you mm. didn't like about catholicism yeah yeah and then we can now get back into yeah. god and life so yeah it's i think what can i say okay you've asked many things but yes. probably i start from where you ended about being brought up catholic and ending up being presbyterian or mm. um what's the other word for that protestant yes protestant mm. actually mm. so yeah um i think that happened when i went to high school mm. so the matters of faith i would say you know there are different ways we are brought up there there are those homes where god is center meaning um mother father are believers mm-hmm. so that means the children also have to be taken to church mm-hmm. and no one says oh. on sunday morning i'm sleeping in mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's the rule of the house that people have to go to church and i think most of us were brought up that way where church was a main thing in at home mm-hmm. um and i consider myself lucky to have been in a home where where church was probably a must and and that helps to ground you in faith meaning that you grow up knowing there is a god mm-hmm. because there are also people whose that's not the main thing for them um so but that i would say is what mm-hmm. as parents we do meaning we orient our children to god and we let them know that there's god you know by taking them to church or um praying at home and reading the bible if we do that mm-hmm. but eventually you have to have the faith for yourself and i think that's where now you know as you're asking for some people they they take that very seriously meaning you believe in god for yourself not because your parents were believers and mm. maybe for me 
and again as you say some people think i i know god because my mother or my father said there's god mm-hmm. but then at some point as you grow and mature you start now uh questioning mm-hmm. which is healthy you start questioning and asking really there's a god and who this person is and how do i relate to this person and that that's a journey and i would not blame teens who who fall off the bandwagon at some point and think why do i need to go to church anyway and they will decide to do other things on a sunday morning and it becomes difficult for parents to whip their teens to go to church and that's a phase and eventually maybe they find their faith somewhere down the road so for me i think my questioning was I did I need to be a catholic just because my mother was mm. and maybe that's what happened in high school I decided oh you know there is CU which is Christian Union and mm-hmm. it's something different they worship differently they so for me it was more of curiosity mm-hmm. so I went to just find out ah this is something different that, because I never went to another different church mm-hmm. at home so that's and that's the thing with with growing up you be, start becoming curious and you want to explore different things and i know teens who even become atheist and become all these other things and it's time to explore and it's fine but i think eventually you need to settle somewhere Yeah, I think even Pastor Kev kind of had the same journey. Yes. Doubled and doubled in different in religions. Different religions, <laughs> tried different things. And I would say it's healthy because then once you sample everything, mm-hmm. then you know, okay, this one says this, this one says this, this one says this. And now what's my stand as me, as me, Alvin, or as me, Anne? And then for me, I think that journey culminated in getting born again in mm-hmm. high school mm-hmm. and from then on i think i've been growing in the faith for myself meaning i want to know god for myself not the god of other people mm-hmm. and it's it's a it's a it's a journey of faith that's what i would say as they say you 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 become christ like every single day it's not at a destination where tomorrow you say oh i'm perfect we can never be perfect <laughs> um and so as you ask so where i am now mm-hmm. i would say um and you can never fully know god you know i mean you can only experience him um as you journey through life as you go through life's trials and challenges and probably your faith increases mm-hmm. Okay for some people you also give up on him because mm-hmm. maybe the challenges become too much and you're thinking I thought when I knew God things would be easier yeah but it doesn't really work that way actually they say the more you know God the more probably life becomes harder in a sense because you know life is so full of freedom but in terms of worldly freedoms mm-hmm. but when you know God then there's another kind of freedom which means you have to let go of some things that you never you're not as a believer it doesn't define you mm. but there's another freedom and i think only you being in the faith you can understand 
because for some people outside of it they think oh my goodness these people are so boring these people <laughs> don't know what life is but you see it's another definition of how you look at what is what is life no, but you see the thing it's it's because like the people who i don't know if now even tv kind of put it in our heads like the staunch christians present themselves in a very strict narrow way exactly but then now you find you go to let's say you go to you go to church you meet someone who is god fearing and uh, very open people like they're just like you in fact they're very you find them joyous mm-hmm. and you know of of course they still have yeah. their struggles but the mm-hmm. way they present themselves is very different as to mm-hmm. what's been shown of very mm-hmm. even some parents who are just very strict in terms of i guess being christian how you carry yourself mm. yeah so there's there there are different i would say perspectives of what people think and i believe there is also people who think of faith as legalistic or re- religious you mm. know like the way you hear of you've got to pray three times a day you have to to do being so, an observant kind of faith basically like the pharisees exactly <laughs> and which is what christ was condemning over and over so mm. that legalistic way of and also shunning people just because yes. they don't look like you mm. or they don't dress like you but you see when you have faith from a, an inside out way which is which is more of, of a relationship not a religion mm-hmm. then you actually ascribe to faith from the perspective of of god not the perspective of man man yeah because man is then where they say oh you have to dress in long dresses you can't wear trousers to church mm-hmm. but you see if if you have the spirit of god in you it actually guides you your conscience it mm-hmm. tells you this actually is not right mm-hmm. So so it's more of and you see that's the difference where you're guided by the spirit of God rather than what you feel in your in your flesh, in your flesh I would mm-hmm. say because a lot of what we feel in the flesh is is us leading ourselves rather than being led by God because the conscience you know that human conscience even like we said what makes you know that you're lying or you're doing something wrong it's heightened the more you walk with god mm-hmm. so the more you walk with god you, you in fact there's just something that tells you this is not right but that has to be cultivated just like any other relationship you nurture it you know and like this morning i was listening to some ladies talking about how do you know how do you tell god is talking to you and they said you know you don't even wait for a prophet to come and tell you alvin you're supposed to marry this person you know those kinds of <laughs> dramatic things eh? like, that people they never tell you the time <laughs> my phone was stolen and i told you how that pastor tricked me uh-huh. he told me go down the, the hill for timol and you'd hear a voice telling, telling you what you, you should become well, you see <laughs> that is the manipulation that we fall into you know the religious type i'm sorry but it doesn't need to be that dramatic Mm-hmm. you know just by reading god's word what he says in his word there he is actually talking to you and telling you what to do or what not to do or just by prayer 
Yeah. You know, but these other drama things, you know, it's even for me where I sit, I think it's just too much and it's misleading people a lot. I'm sorry, especially the young people like you guys, because you keep asking, oh, if this is how being religious is, and I'm using that word deliberately because a lot of it is religion, mm-hmm. you know, but I think we need to go back to the place where it's more of a relationship with God. Because mm-hmm. I think for for me, what I find very, I, I would I say remarkable. <laughs> let me use remarkable, is like he's patient. Mm-hmm. Like you see how you can go to like Hinduism, try Buddhism, you know, even be an atheist. Yeah, he's still there. Like actually it's us who go it's mind-blowing yeah it's us who go and go and go he's waiting yeah and eventually they keep saying about that god god the the vacuum that only can be Mm god-filled and it's very true and why is because we all come from him yeah and if there's a piece of him in us (laughs) so it's like like a child mm-hmm. you know you know you know you know where you belong so so it, it, it's that 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 eventually he, you find your way back and you know it 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 actually happens along the way of life you know as i'm saying i think when you start out you know you want to to conquer the world i mean you want to do everything and then you mellow as you age you know, and then you eventually, actually many people tend to come to God <laughs> when they, they be towards, you know, when you're older, kind of, because you have seen it all mm. and really all those things don't matter anymore, you know. But that's unfortunately not the right way because you should give God your best. Like when you're younger and you have the energy to serve him and, and to live out your purpose. Mm-hmm. Which is still a question. In fact, we I had this conversation with my friend last week and I asked her, um, what would you need right now to like know so that you would feel very content? And she told me that if she knew what her purpose is, she'd feel happy. But now she's still struggling with, you know, why 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 is it I'm here? Like I still don't understand why okay, I know what I studied and I like it, but this is what I want to get into. But is this truly where I'm supposed to be or is it somewhere along in life? Like I'll still find, like mm. if, if okay, I, I know mm. this is a bit controversial, mm. but if if we already have like, let's say his spirit and mm. now we know when things are like we're guilty or we've done something wrong, why weren't we just, you know, <laughs> Why didn't we also have our purpose already like mm. created with us at the same time, such that you know, if babies were born and they knew like this is what I want to be, <laughs> they would just they would just stick to stick it. Stick to that. Yeah. Or is it yeah. like is that the beauty of now yeah. life? Trying I, to find you know, out why you're really, really here. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because just this week, in fact, I think this week. I've been reading up on purpose. I'm mm. always finding myself doing reading things around purpose. You know, like I have Sinek, Simon Sinek's book I just bought the other oh. day, Start with the Why. 
and it's all about the why's purpose really mm-hmm. and 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 then i was reading another um, um was it what it's actually like a workbook mm-hmm. that helps you to 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 find your purpose although they they say it's not finding it's actually um unlocking you know that's the word meaning purpose is always ingrained in us mm-hmm. it's there it's because I, I listened to Munro, the late Dr. Munro, and he talks a lot about purpose. Actually, he lived to talk about purpose. And he says, imagine um, an iron box. When the manufacturer designed it and, and, and manufactured it, he knew what it was for. It's to iron. Mm-hmm. It's not like he, a car was meant to iron. A car was meant to drive. So everything that is built is built with a purpose in mind, right? Mm. So even us, God didn't just create us just to be around aimlessly. So the purpose is within us for what he wants us to do is only that we need to unlock it. And the place to begin is is by, by, they say, you know, finding your gifts and talent. And those are things we already have in us. It's just to nurture them. And, and, you know, I'm not saying that, and the struggle has, and even for people like us in our 40s, you always struggle with, am I doing what I was created to do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, and you see, this is what I'm saying, starting to reflect and ask those questions, the sooner, the better. Because then for, for, for many of us, we spend the first half of our life uh, pursuing success, mm-hmm. which has to do with our careers, mm-hmm. probably family, and all those things that society ascribes as as the things we need to do to be seen as successful. Mm-hmm. Then at forty, which is many times the half time, you sit back and think, "Oh my goodness, is this it? Like, is this all I came here to do?" And then now you start thinking significance which has to do now with really what am I trying to do and what will I be known for when Mm. I go away? And so I'm saying, I've been thinking, we don't need to wait until we hit 42 to be starting to struggle with that. And that's why I feel like we need to be very Mm self-aware of of ourselves. Like like even the job you you get to do, Mm -hmm. are you there just for the money <laughs> because it doesn't mean that you can't live your purpose even when you're working you you can find a hobby or an interest to give back mm-hmm. i mean you can you've seen your sister noni how she is with with her gifts mm-hmm. of of creativity she's always making things for people yeah like this week, she was making a small kiondo, a basket, a basket for, for Sylvia. Oh, for Sylvia. Yes, it, that wasn't for school. <laughs> okay. And you know, she's really, really patient and she will put all her everything into, into that project. That thing, yeah. And uh, she's only 10, mm. but she really knows what she wants to do and how to make people happy. <laughs> and I learn a lot from her. So, and I'm thinking, you know, we waste so much of our time thinking we can only be have purpose when we are a certain age or when we have done all these big things. But even those small, small things can be your your 
your paths mm-hmm. can have make be your paths to your to your purpose so i think it's to listen to yourself know what you're good at you as a person not what people think you're mm-hmm. good at and and i would say for your friend she could start by just listening to herself and seeing what is it that she likes to do yeah but you know sometimes um lots of people create like doubt in what you really want to do and i think sometimes you're conflicted between staying true to what you believe is would be the right thing for you and what like noise i call it mm-hmm. like noise the background noise what other people. other people are saying about it but i i think that's good advice to still stay true to to yourself yeah because i think now even with other podcasts they always say like sometimes later on in life you start asking yourself what was i interested in when i was a child and mm-hmm. you kind of now go back, go back in that direction and ask mm. and try do what you liked then and try look for that again because But, that's where it starts mm. even for this 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 booklet i was reading it has like seven areas of questions mm-hmm. and it asks you when you were young what did people tell you you were good at mm. Mm. okay for yeah so so you it's actually and that's what i'm saying if you think of a child a child is a child yeah they haven't even known what life is and they haven't been exposed to many things but there's something innate in them that that just is there by when they are born because god deposited it there mm. Mm. <laughs> and for me because i'm very passionate about children everything children for me i would i would want parents like myself to actually begin to identify what are those things that that are so natural to our children and begin to nurture them and encourage them they may drop them off down the road yeah but those things never leave maybe and maybe they'll come back to them mm-hmm. i don't know but i feel like purpose is very innate in us is only that we haven't been able to unlock it at the right time and maybe it comes way too late yeah which shouldn't be the case so it just stays there as like just the potential as i think JB, actually JB says that, potential. Yeah, latent yeah latent potential latent potential mm-hmm. and he likens it to that i don't know if you saw it like peter pan mm-hmm. he has a possibility of maturing but he's still stagnated as a, boy, as a boy but the the girl he liked grew up and got married but mm-hmm. he still remained as peter pan so i th- i think this is a good place to actually like end it yeah <laughs> yeah because there's a lot i think people can gain from this and we i think we're meant we're meant to get into parenting this could have actually segued into parenting mm-hmm. quite perfectly because you said how like as a mom you introduce us or you let us do various things when we're young which is a good thing and i know most parents don't believe like the artistic side is something worthwhile pursuing mm-hmm. but i think we can do an, another episode on that yeah and we can um, go into that and and with my own experience yes yeah and yeah see how where that can take us okay so so i think yeah probably next time we can do so but for now um I have have really enjoyed this conversation and mm-hmm. before you leave um I want to ask you like for a parting shot in terms of 
any recommendations like a book, a movie, mm-hmm. um, even I, anything on YouTube that you would want us as the listeners to go check out. So you asked what I can recommend for people to read or listen to. Um, hope they will find what interests me uh, interesting to them. But I listen obviously a lot to JP Jordan Peterson because he has very interesting topics and guests that he brings on. Um, I also listen to Seth Godin because he talks a lot about uh, creativity. Uh, I'm a creative, obviously, so I like to listen to what he says about what it takes to be a creative. So I like his his he's on other people's podcasts quite a bit, um, but he also has a blog mm-hmm. uh, that I read every so often. And then on books, um, I like um, nonfiction, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've not seen you have a really <laughs> Yeah, so I read a lot of nonfiction <laughs> and it has to do with life, actually yeah. topics about life um, and and how just to be a good human being. Mm-hmm. And so for books, I like to read on Kindle. Mm-hmm. Why? Because there are many books there and I get to get samples before I buy a book. And uh, that helps me to just know what the book is all about. I have many, many samples on my library on mm-hmm. Kindle. Um, so right now I'm reading Start With Why, as I said, Simon Sinek. And then there's a little book I bought in New York when we were there for your graduation, The Art of the Good Life. It's a little book, but it's very, very good in terms of just different perspectives about life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I also listened to Miles Monroe, Dr. Miles Monroe. He was, uh, he's, he's, he's late, but there's a lot of, uh, of his, his teachings mm-hmm. on YouTube. Yeah, and I read his books as well. He's got lots and lots of books. And as you said about purpose, about life, about faith, so those are the kinds of topics that he covers. Yeah, so that's kind of my my reading and my listening. I think the only book I've read from Seth Godin is The Deep, like when to quit mm. whatever you're doing. Like, should you stick to it at that point or should you quit? And he says actually quitting isn't a bad thing. People think when you quit, it's bad, but that's... Yeah times you just know like this is not going to take you anywhere yeah so it's not bad at all to yeah quit, but... yeah he has a new book called the practice oh. and it's also his interesting take about what it takes to be a creative and he has very different views from what people think about success mm-hmm. actually he does more on why failing is important mm-hmm. and why you need to keep at it mm-hmm. Because then you keep at it and eventually you get where, where you want to be. The practice, it's kind of going on and on and on in a way. Yeah. But also knowing when this is not working and got, getting on to something else. Well, I think now that you only read non-fictional books, it should be my turn to introduce you into a, to a fictional book. <laughs> you keep doing it with your African short stories, but... No, 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 not no. succeeded. <laughs> now I have to give you a book the same way you started me off with self-help books. Okay. 
So we'll share the result of her reading <laughs> that one. Okay. The book I I decided to recommend. Yeah. Um but yeah, thank you very much for for having this conversation. Um she she actually it was it was her, her idea. <laughs> Or rather I told you about it but you yeah. reminded me of it yes. cuz we were to do this last year actually. We were. I think so. Okay. I I right can't, after I can't you remember. recorded with dad but you were uh, very busy with your school and this probably is the right time to do it. Yeah. I yeah. Feel, I feel like lately people have been telling me that <laughs> um the right things have been happening to me <laughs> which is interesting. Mhm. Um but yeah that's a conversation for another day mm. but other than that thank you mom for for coming I love you and I appreciate you so much so thank you Alvin for having me it was great to have this conversation yeah so that's it from us um please have a lovely and an amazing week um I'll catch you guys on the next one goodbye Pioneers pushed west. Pioneers.